Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, everyone. Welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, where the number is 412-928-9370. Well, a big change in the weather since last time we convened here a week ago Saturday when it was dreary, chilly, um, rainy, and now we're in the middle of a heat wave. Today, 93. Tomorrow, 96. We'll have that extended weather coming up a little bit later. Bob Pompiani with you until 1 o'clock. Bill Steinbach, a.k.a. Pomp Jr., behind the glass. He'll be taking your calls at 412-928-9370. So give us a shout. Josh Taylor spent two hours talking about the Pirates. We can continue to do that and ask the question I'll throw out there. If the Pirates had to uh, have an all-star right now, who would it be? And myself personally, uh, I am not in favor of all teams being represented. I don't think it's necessary. And quite frankly, if you don't have all-stars, why put one on there? But if you had to pick one, and they're going to get one, who would it be of the people you've seen so far? Let me know at 412-928-9370. And also, as we get closer to the trade deadline, which will be coming up before you know it, and the Pirates are now heading into July, they're completely, I think, out of any chance of winning a division. they got three teams to overcome. They're nine behind the lead. They also find themselves in a very precarious position when it comes to uh, where they are in the wild card standings, four and a half out of the second wild card, which doesn't sound like much. However, they got five teams ahead of them just to get to the second wild card. They have nine teams ahead of them when you talk about getting a wild card from the top spot on down. Pirates currently 39 and 42, nine out. Um, Milwaukee leads it, as I said, with a two and a half game bulge over the Cubs. St. Louis five and a half back. Cincinnati is. Five and a half back of the Pirates. So they still have a chance to overtake Pittsburgh for the fourth place in that division. So we'll see what they can do. And the problem is, how do they become relevant over the next three months? Attendance is down 28% when compared to last season. What do they do to become relevant? How can they get your interest? That's a tough one. More likely than not, we'll see another fire sale of players, guys at the trade deadline being traded to bring in assets. Um and we talked about this last week when Neil Huntington gives you the company line that uh, if attendance goes up, so will the budget. That, if you look at the uh, converse side of that, indicates that if attendance goes down, which it has, you have to believe that the budget will go down. They didn't say that, but if that's true, that they believe in order to put budget money into play, they got to have more people in the stands. Well, what if there are fewer people in the stands, as we've seen this year? Then that automatically, I would think, means the budget goes backwards. So let me know what you think about all these topics at 412-928-9370. I also want to get into uh, NHL. It's been a busy week for Jim Rutherford, who continues to uh, change his roster ever so slightly, but I think efficiently. Uh, We saw the signing, or we will tomorrow, of Jack Johnson from Columbus. And you may not like the term of this deal, which I don't. The money, to me, is fine because I think Jack Johnson's coming off a um, subpar season for himself. But... Five years is a lot of years for a man who's 31 years old, but he's motivated. The one thing that fuels players more than anyone else is when you become, you know, maybe ticked off at your coach for sinning you, not dressing you, especially in the playoffs. And Jack Johnson was in John Tortorella's doghouse, which is easy to get in, hard to get out. But 
you know, you're assuming Tortorella always makes the right calls here. And if anything, Jack Johnson should be highly motivated when he comes here to Pittsburgh, when he signs a five-year, $16.5 million deal. He wants to prove Columbus wrong. He wants to prove Tortorella wrong. All right. He may have that opportunity here. And it gives them a lot of depth on their defense. Uh, I like – not a lot of people here. I like Chris Letang, and I think Chris Letang with minutes kind of, uh, you know, brought back a little bit so that he doesn't have to rely on 28 to 30 minutes a game could be very effective at what he does. Brian Dumoulin may be their best defenseman overall. Ole Matta played in all 82 last year, was solid, and I think he'll get better. Justin Schultz, I uh, didn't like his money involved, but I think he's a very good player. Now you act Jack Johnson as your fifth if they get Oleksiak done, you're sixth. Chad Rui, it was better at seven. That's a pretty good defense. And all of them will be signed long-term. Latang long-term. Dumoulin, Mata, Schultz, Johnson. That's good for now. The Penguins are operating as of now matters. This is what it's about, winning as much as you can right now. Not unlike the Golden State Warriors, who have seen their payroll escalate and will continue to escalate, but they want to win now. There are going to be some residual effects down the road that are not very good, that you have guys you want to unload because they're not productive. We'll talk more Penguins as we go along. And who out there would you like to see them bring in tomorrow when it comes to forwards? The name that seems to come up, and I like this name, Michael Grabner. I liked it when uh, you know the end of the season started. I thought he was a trade acquisition possibility for the Penguins. He's got speed that Sullivan likes. He's a you know very good goal scorer. He had, I think, 25 to 27 last year. Forget what it was. Uh, we'll talk about that as we go along at 412-928-9370. Right now, let's go out to the lines. Nick and Penn Hills kicks us off. What's up, Nick? How are you? Pretty good. How are you, Bobby? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, my comment was more or less along the lines of the whole budget issue. I don't understand how you can have a bad product and say, hey, keep buying this product and we'll make it better over time. It doesn't work that way. You pretty much put out a good product, and as a result, then you see the attendance and everything else come into play. I mean, the city's been behind the team for so long, it only makes sense that obviously the attendance is going to drop off because we're tired of seeing a subpar team come out. I agree. Someone called in last week and said it's like a, a restaurant coming out and say, hey, if you show up and eat our food, we'll make our food better for you. But if you don't, it's not going to be very good food. Well, you know, that's not the way it should work. And I think uh, to make comments like that, that is the sort the, the company line. They, they've said it in the past. I don't know if they've been true to it. I don't think they need to hear that. Even if they internally believe that, that's a bad PR move, in my opinion. But, you know, you got you got to start doing something here. I mean, they're to the point where I don't think they know what they are. And this is what I said at the beginning of the season. A lot of us who cover this team and see this team think that they want to make you think they can be competitive when, in fact, they're not going to be competitive as far as winning a division, which is their stated goal. Precisely. All right, Nick. Thanks. Have a good day. It's beautiful out there. Get the SPF 50 out. 412-928-9370. We got Dylan in the car joins us right now on the fan. What's up, Dylan? Hey, uh, so in terms of the Pirates, I think, yes, the budget thing is just out of hand. I think ownership is just not stepping up to the plate here and getting their job done. In terms of the All-Star, um, it's just, you know, not every team, if the te- player has not earned the All-Star rep, it should not be able to uh, go to the All-Star game. I, I agree with that, too, because I don't think anyone on this team deserves to be an All-Star. But they're going to be an I, All-Star, so who would it be if you had to pick one? I think Dickerson. He had an All-Star season last year. He's been incredible this year. It's just 
you know, you can't really single out one player. How is he? Let me ask I you mean, how he's been incredible. Explain that because he hasn't had a home run in over a month, and I don't think he's driven in many runs in the last 30 days. The last 30 days, yes. Throughout the beginning of the season, and when the team fails, you get star players failing. I mean, look at McCutcheon. It's been with McCutcheon, he was doing great at the beginning of the season. The team starts going down. He starts going down. The ship sinks. The captain goes down with it. All right. Well, you're you're telling me you believe Dickerson is a captain, or at least somebody whose play is affected by the rest of the team. I think he has a good influence on the rest of the team. Um, as in, if he's doing good, he's going to motivate the rest of the team. Um, not necessarily a captain. Um, and on a different subject, trading. I think there's all this talk about Harrison and Cervelli. Those are two of your key players, if you ask me. When Harrison is hot, he's an extreme asset to this team. If he's um, not, then yeah. And in terms of the outfield, I just don't have the faith in Meadows yet to say we can trade Polanco. Well, Polanco has responded. Thank you, Dylan, for the uh, call. Appreciate that. I will say this. Um, uh, based on what I thought, I thought they were going to or should send Polanco down just to fine-tune his game a little. But they've stuck with him, and the results are starting to show that they made the right choice, at least here for the last several games. I mean, in his last 28 plate appearances, or 26 actually, he has 13 hits, three home runs, eight RBIs, and he's been very good. So they stuck with him, and the results seem to be there. So, you know, they made the right choice there, at least for now. We'll see how it goes, but... You know, the bottom line is they need, you know, a guy like Dickerson, uh, I think he's fine. I think they should explore signing him beyond next year. I don't know that they will, but he's not been as good lately as he was. And I think you have to look at this from the start to finish and before you make your final analysis. But, um, you know, right now they're nine games out. They are what they are. The record says they're three games under five hundred. Let's go to um, Harry, who's on a truck. Hey, Harry, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Bob. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thanks, man. I think everyone's uh, overreacting about the Jack Johnson trade. I mean, he just left Columbus. Um, he's playing for a guy that's a notoriously horrible coach when it comes to relations with his players. Um, now he's surrounded by utter greatness. I mean, this team, this coaching staff has done nothing but turn people around. They were having a bad uh, season when, before they got them, as far as defensemen is concerned, with the likes of Trevor Daly and uh, a couple other guys. You know, Jack Johnson, Sidney Crosby's buddy, this guy's probably going to have a career year. Well, uh, I think that's what I think that's what their plan is, Harry. They, yeah, I, I really believe it. I really believe it. I think it's a really great move. And uh, I also wonder if Jim Rutherford isn't some kind of a Jedi. <laughs> Because he knows what he's doing, man. The guy is the best in the business. Yeah, he's been – two cups say that. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate it. Uh, we got plenty more calls coming up. I will say this about Jack Johnson. A motivated player is a dangerous player and a good player to have on your side. And, again, I don't think the money is a problem there. I mean, if he had a really good year last year, he would have commanded probably five to five and a half. But three and a half, you know, the term, again, I'm not crazy about because they have a lot of guys signed up term, and Hornquist included. Is he going to be the same player five years from now as he is now? Probably not, and they may have a dilemma on their hands. But I'm willing to do that if my opportunity is to win and win right now. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.